1: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at
0: mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Hello, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. And this is the second of... Two podcasts, uh, this one all about internationals, uh, because the start of the Autumn International Series has begun. If you were uh, would rather listen to Premiership right now and Domestic Matters and then come back to this, that's fine, it's in the feed. Uh, and if you haven't, hit subscribe already. By the way, this is very exciting. I'm Tim in the Rugby Dungeon with JB. Hello, Tim. And with Phil. Hello, Tim. Uh, we, we are, but this is the first ever rugby show done in the Metaverse. We are, oh, yeah. we are here. So pop on your Oculus headset.
0: And come and sit with us in the rugby dungeon. In this, how disappointed do you think people would be? Because I was bought this little Samsung, or was about to buy this little Samsung camera, which sits what, on the disapp- table. How how disappointed will people be that I'm only that I'm only joking? Yes, yes, very. But I nearly bought this little Samsung camera. It sits on your table, and then you get it on YouTube, and then you can sort of, you know, if that makes sense, do you know the little things where you move your camera.
1: Yeah. So okay. it would film
0: us in 3D, and then they could look around the rugby dungeon as we spoke. So if you're wearing. Your Oculus
1: or VR glasses, exactly. you could sit and look from one to the other. Yes, so it's and like you're couldn't... sat on the middle of the table. So what what avatar would you choose, JB?
2: No, I was going to say that would be all right if he was actually looking at actual us, because uh, and you were treating it like it's uh, oh, I'm just watching the podcast live, but from a 360 kind of angle. That's cool. The Metaverse thing is creepy as hell because I don't want
0: to live about it, Tim. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't want to about it. Let me now. give you the brief uh, introduction. <laughs> oh, it's a, a virtual world. Yeah,
2: where. You exist as a cartoon character and you, you would have your social interactions, you would meet people, you'd go out for beers virtually. No thanks. So you stand in a virtual <laughs> pub and, you, and you'd, you'd meet in a virtual and pub there's some bloggers that and, would like this. and order a virtual beer with your virtual money and you'll sit and have a, have a real chat across in a virtual landscape.
0: Yeah, it, just, it's I've just... Well, it's not for me. I, I do understand that The Rock is using his JB avatar, though. <laughs> so what, I, what I'm going to use, I don't know. <laughs> well, The Rock one's presumably spare. Yeah, The Rock well, one's spare. That's a downgrade. Yeah, it is a downgrade. So uh, I don't know. I I think I'll be avoiding it. I, I'm, I wouldn't mind throwing my... Um, if I wasn't addicted to it like it's uh, crack, I would probably throw my phone in a wood chipper. Mm. Yeah. Sensible.
2: I, I, I've got that dilemma because um, When I was having a chat with my my son louie who's got an oculus headset and stuff has he really yeah yeah he, he he saved up his money for years he did jobs and stuff to get it and fair he, play he it. he's had it for a while anyway i was chatting to him about this facebook metaverse thing and and i was i thought i can't warn him off it i can't say just, honestly don't get sucked in it's just going to be it's don't let virtual reality replace reality uh, but i thought that, that's exactly the sort of thing that's going to make a kid do the exact opposite mm. and so, I, you know, mm. i'm a
0: little bit a uh, little bit more um Supportive of the whole gaming culture. I mean, it must oh, be oh, gaming. Sort of, One thing that's fine. That's yeah, not what it, this is, is mate. It, but it's an extension, right? It's an, it is an extension. Uh, like you know, people are like oh, well, you know, why it used to be, it used <sighs> to be, it mo- uh, uh, used to be scary movies or movies that was going to pollute, pollute all the kids and it was gaming, and actually, everyone's ended up being, not, being absolutely fine anyway. So I suspect this will be everyone ending up absolutely fine, probably. Although not going I, to rugby clubs and playing rugby.
1: I can see it as a. The only benefit I can see it is, would be. Not to replace your social life, but as a um, better, more user-friendly work life. As in, if you can have a more normal meeting, because the problem if you're having a Zoom or a Teams meeting, only one person can talk at once. Perhaps if you have it in a more immersive world, you could have multiple kind of I conversations look, it, going, or a more normal meeting in the metaverse. It's
0: probably going to be very useful if you're a low, a low status beta male. Other than that, I can't see any reason to. Use it. There were
1: no low-status beta
2: males, as you put it, on show in the rugby this weekend. Uh, the, no, there were not. The autumn no, international rugby has begun. We um, we got a couple of games. A little, well, no, so more than a couple of games. A couple of high-profile games involving Six Nations teams in the autumn series, which uh, just wet our appetite for what is to come. And uh, yeah, let's let's dig into these games a little bit.
0: Uh, Wales was a disaster. Uh, there's no other way to put it there, It was a team that wasn 't worthy to play the All Blacks. They acted like a team that weren 't worthy to play the all blacks they got they can 't hit a line out to save their lives. I mean the line out's embarrassing presumably the point of playing in Wales is that you all know the same lineup calls i would have I would have thought you know when you watch the All Blacks and Wales play you 're watching two i'd say international clubs they 're not true international teams they Wait.
2: Wait. Wait, I'm just gonna I'm gonna jump in and stop you mid-flow. You can you can dissect. Yeah, sure. You can dissect Wales a second. Joel is a new patron. Okay, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Egg Chasers. Hi, Joel. He's a new supporter, and he says, "Firstly, lads, uh, long-time listener, new patron. Blah blah blah." <laughs> he says, "Number one, before pushing any topic um, regarding the All Blacks away or Wales is." Um, misfortunes can we get some love for Bodie B on his 100th test cap let's start with a big old positive oh okay before we before you say how bad Wales uh, Wales were let's just talk about Bowden Barracks it's not every day that one of the world's greatest players one of history's greatest players one of, his, one of, one of the greatest players in the history of the game uh gets his 100th cap and he did it I in can't he's on 100 caps. Yeah. I know, it's unreal. And he did it in a way that Bowden Barrett uh, he did it in a way that one of the best players ever would r- reach that century of caps by getting the first and last try doing some outrageous things in the game and um and getting man of the
0: match. So uh, first
1: and last both <laughs> intercepts as well. Both intercepts.
0: So <laughs> if you're an All Blacks fan, you have had the absolute privilege of having the best player in the world who usurped the best player in the world who usurped, well, at the time, the best player in the world. So as I remember it, did it go, unless I've got this wrong, did it go something like Merton's, Merton's to Carter? Carter. To Merton's
2: Bo- best player in the world. I'm not having that. He was up
0: there, mate. He, he wasn't
2: the best player in the world. No chance. Okay.
0: Well, even if he wasn't, if you've gone from yeah, last gone, decade. The, t- <laughs> yeah. the two, yeah, from two thousand five. Who, who when, was better than Mersons at, at the time?
2: I thought he was brilliant. No, 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 no. but he might be the best fly half in New Zealand. He wasn't the best player in the world.
0: Dan Carter, would you agree? Dan Carter was the best player in the world.
2: Dan Carter was, along with Richie yeah. McCaw. I
0: think yeah. Dan Carter was be the best. The best fly half in the world. Oh, best fly half in the world. Yeah. So Bowden's the best
1: fly half in the world. You say that? Uh, best fullback well, in the world well, as well. Maybe <laughs> Richie Moonga is now the
0: best fly half in the world. Oh, so then then I think he yeah. would be first
1: choice. And then they fly-half. transition
0: to Richie Moonga for the next ten years. And He gets hundred caps. God knows what the next guy is going to be like. <laughs> Just spoil for choice. <laughs> so it, uh,
2: it was lovely of Wales to uh, you know to sell up, gift him two, gift, two, gift, two yeah, tries, gift
1: wrap him two tries. The yeah. first one after three minutes, and that, that's actually so New Zealand scored after three minutes. Wales actually did well to restrict it. So after 61 minutes, uh, Wales were still in the game. I mean, they were never going to win it, but they were still in the game, and it was only the last 15. 15 minutes yep. when New Zealand scored but didn't what, that feel very three, old four. school
2: that's yes. how New Zealand
0: always yeah. used to do it last 20 minutes just yeah. blitz you uh, I, I did not enjoy this game on the account. that I've seen this game so many times <laughs> it was exactly the same as one before th- before and the one before that Yeah, one before that four, yeah, I've t- watched this game for 20 tries.
1: years four tries in the last 15 minutes yeah. well
2: people far older than you have been watching this game for 67 years <laughs> and, ten, and 10 months <laughs> That was yeah, the just, last
0: time Wales beat New Zealand. It's just it's pathetic, no. isn't it? Look, you've got the best team on the planet. Well, one of, and your arch nemesis, a team which you've never beaten before. And you can't play all of your players. Now, Whether the, you know, a lot of those guys are, in a, are unavailable. Whether they would have played anyway, I don't know.
2: That's because this game was done for cash. It wasn't yeah, done. Yeah, all wasn't games done, are done for cash. All games are done for cash, but this was... Del- they, you can't complain after the fact that this game was outside of the recognised international window I and therefore certain it. players aren't... A, aren't available. They, they they chose this game knowing they'd be up against New Zealand with their full strength t- team without all their players that play outside of Wales. And they did it for the cash. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with that. Rugby needs a bit of money after what yeah. they've been through.
1: They sold out,
0: they sold out the Principality Stadium. 75,000 people in there. Yeah.
2: You, you can't complain after the fact.
0: Well, I, I never complain. I never supported it anyway, so I don't really care <laughs> either way. Um, <laughs> the the lineups were horrendous. I mean, to have those opportunities. So there's three blown... Chances weren't there. Heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. You know, think about what Wales have gone through to get this team together. How many uh, guys have brought back from England? And the idea is you come to Wales and you get looked after by the WRU. And if you're essentially contracted, you, know, you, should know the, you, should, you should know the calls. You should know the calls. And they were overthrowing things. It looked like they'd never met each other. And I appreciate that Ken Owens pulled out last minute. Mm-hmm. He pulled out like two, two minutes after the squad announcement, which is unfortunate. They're still professionals. You know, they they should still know how to execute these things and if you're going to show up to the all blacks i mean I I, in fact, I I find it marginally disrespectful that they bothered playing the all blacks if you don't have a functioning lineup what is the point how do you win that game mm. it's but it is well, there's, there's, two, all, there's two teams all. involved there's yeah the but pressure but, of the but moment. the all blacks didn't overthrow the wales the wales ball did they
2: <laughs> well it's not
0: necessarily an overthrow it might be a bad lift it could well be. As someone who's played hooker before,
2: quite often the hooker gets the blame when yeah. uh, there's a bad lift going. Yeah,
0: on. but that's a timing issue, right? You've got to practice together, and there are good reasons they didn't. I get that, but I thought the point of playing in Wales is that everyone sort of knows each other, and you get sort of club Wales in the same way you get club New Zealand. And New Zealand are so much further down that path, so much more settled than Wales. Watching New Zealand is like watching a club team. That's why that's why they're so so good, and they've got you know their pathway sorted, they've got their season sorted. And they've got a great product at the end of it. And then Wales, well, you know, they they can do some great things in the Six Nations. Traditionally, I've found the autumns just miserable for us. They
2: might have lost by seven or ten points fewer had they <laughs> stuck those line outs, but they, they got panned, and they were always going to get panned ultimately.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: not.
1: they were. But it did fill up the, the principality and get some
0: much-needed money into the WIU. You, know, you, could, you could fill up the principality by feeding... Um, you know, feeding players to lions, or, you know, there's all sorts of other ways to do it. I mean, effectively, that's what they did to bloody Gareth Anscombe. He's only had four games back. Four yeah. games back, do you want to go and play the All Blacks? Like, it's some sort of kickabout. <laughs> and did. then they bring Rhys Priestland on. So Reese Priestland, last time he played for Wales was, what, five years ago? 33-year-old, th- maybe older, 35-year-old. I've got no idea how old he is now. But, they,
2: they also yeah. saved a bit of money on, because they didn't bother having stewards or security. In the stadium at all. Oh, do not? No, because uh, that, that fella, Jarvo69, managed to
0: <laughs> <laughs> stand next to the New Zealand team with the national anthem. I know we're not allowed to laugh at these things. You know, it, It's very serious. If, if, you, if
2: you don't know who this is, it's this fella who goes by the name Jarvo69, and um, he first went became famous or infamous when he snuck on and stood... On the field at Lords in the cricket between England and India in the full Indian team stash, he then did it at the fourth test at the Oval. Yeah, he, he did then, it man- he then the- managed it at the NFL, uh, an NFL game, and now he stood with Jarvo sixty nine on his back, uh, ne- next to right next to the All Blacks at the national anthem. Bloody
0: heart takes some nerve, doesn't it? Yeah, that takes some real. nerve. Now I know you're not meant to celebrate these people. We're meant to be very stern and serious. Because that's what I'm meant to do, Tim. We're not meant to. Do it. But it is funny, isn't it?
2: Well, Brad Brad Weber found it funny, and he tweeted that he wanted. Uh, Where's Jarvo? I want to have a beer with him. You're not allowed to After
1: say that. Game. You're not to yeah, say things like that. You're not allowed to encourage him. I do. I, I. don't mind that. I do. I get annoyed when a streaker <laughs> or someone jumps goes on in the Tra- middle of the game when Tra- a game Tra- has to. go. Oh yeah, in the middle of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Like when there's a breakdown, a streaker uh, and running around and evading. Like actually, if you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna be a streaker and run oh the pitch, yeah, pick your moment so the game is stopped, and make sure you're quite an athletic guy yeah. so you can get away from the stewards diving and falling over. But yeah, because stewards you. are not athletic, are they? Yeah, yeah they're not.
1: Imagine Cheslin Colby as a streaker.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you could
1: have a hundred
0: stewards so in Let's go through some of our favourite streaker moments. <laughs> so, n- number one just because of the bare face nerve of it, was when Vodafone started paying streakers to run onto pictures with Vodafone on their chest. That, that was quite That's good. cool. That is cool. Uh, number two, I think, was it Tim Flowers? Why I I thinking Tim Flowers? Blackburn Rovers goalkeeper. He didn't streak, but I'm sure, a, <laughs> I'm sure he tripped up a... Maybe it wasn't him, but in my mind, it's, it was the Blackburn Rovers keeper that tripped up a streaker. Or was it Joe Hart, maybe? There's that one. There was this mental South African that ran onto the field to attack the referee. He wasn't a streaker. He's just someone uh, insane. Didn't was it? And Ar- the All Blacks Ar- dragged him away. The All Blacks and Ar- South African dragged him away.
1: Was it Aaron Nordic's dad
0: did it? One?
1: Did he come on to attack a ref or berita ref? Oh, I hope so.
0: Years ago, maybe. Mm. Uh, See sure if
1: I can find anything.
0: Yeah, one uh, well, of uh, the football one. I'm sure maybe. Uh, it's really annoying me now but yeah the football one was quite good because the goalkeeper absolutely took care of business but <laughs> my favourite one is when um, and, like, the generic excuse like oh you should take <laughs> we should take these people very seriously what if they had a knife he's naked he's going to hide the knife <laughs> like, it's all yeah, it's, it's very you've got, the, you, um, you can't encourage
1: Emmanuel Eman- Aronaldic's father joined son in brawl during match
2: oh I love it
1: wow yeah uh, can we
2: talk about this tweet from the referee, no, just just on this, I just want to say the the one that I remember seeing. It was a stag do, as these things often start out as, and the stag. And I th- what was it? It was, uh, yeah, the stag was. Um, it was was it shepherd and sheep? Anyway, one of the. No, anyway, there's one guy that was dressed up. It was at a Sale Sharks game at Edgeley Park uh, in Stockport years ago, and it, he was a very athletic guy. The stewards, not so much. Yeah. And it was just, it was like you could have put Benny Hill music to it. Oh, God. And uh, he just managed to keep evading all these stewards. Did he get back into the crowd? Yeah, he got back into the crowd.
0: (laughs) Christ. I can't think of anything more nerve wracking. It it makes me feel sick doing something like that. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, Yeah, don't do it. it. Don't do it. Do Do not. It's not funny. I'm, it's not funny, but we but, do laugh. But you're
2: allowed to laugh at Jarvo 69 standing next to New Zealand for the keeps national <laughs> anthem. keeps doing it. Yeah, yeah. Keeps,
0: yeah, the fact he keeps doing it. There, there was a guy who made the team photograph for United when they won the Champions. Yes, yeah, right. I remember that's that. A great, <laughs> that's a great thing, isn't it?
2: Like the bigger the occasion, the more impressive it is.
0: Yeah. 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 Maybe actually, if you're out there, somewhere go go and join the G20 photograph. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will go wrong there.
2: As Justin Trudeau in in Aladdin outfit. Exactly, yeah. Go as <laughs>
0: Aladdin. Go as Aladdin, claim <laughs> you're Justin Trudeau. One, wonderful, wonderful idea. Carl, like? Carl
1: Power, I've just got the photo up of the uh, the Champions League photo. It just stood on the end. That
0: plug there.
1: <laughs> this is the United that's Champions League game.
0: And that's about £100 pounds worth of kit in, 19, in 1990 as well. Yeah, or whatever it was. At least. That is ridiculous
2: uh to to, to, to uh, just touch upon a couple of the positives from this before we go into that your uh, I haven't forgotten about your um, No, that's
0: right. I'm done with it. your referee tweet but oh yes that that
2: Sevu reese try. Oh my goodness. There were some outrageous moments in this game. That was that was probably the the pick of them.
1: The top yeah, best two tries were the Will Jordan try that which was awesome. G-
2: 16 tries in 11 tests.
1: Yeah, awesome. But the Sevu reese try was amazing. Not least because Severbury touches the ball three times, three, like, one-twos, the first of which he gets tackled after. So he offloads the ball, gets tackled, gets off the ground to receive the pass that came back to him almost immediately. Incredible. It was un- it was astonishing. He is I have no idea how he managed it. Such a player.
2: Um, he, he would bash out the burpees at, in a CrossFit wad, wouldn't oh, he?
0: <laughs> the musculature <masculinity laughs> of the man. He's it's just, it's just, just a ball of muscle. He's incredible. Yeah. Uh, who else? In, oh, uh, when I knew it was going to get tougher for Wales is when I saw the back row when they were down to Tane Basham, who actually played really he, well. Yeah, uh, you know, and and
2: Aaron play. Wainwright played well. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron
0: Wainwright showed a good, 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 good I, the pace. I, I, the first time I've, I've seen Tane Basham
1: play. Knowing I probably might have watched the Dragons game yeah. before it, but I, I thought he looked good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a, a very completely. New Zealand name. Has he got? He I he thought back, that.
0: Tane Basham. Don't yeah. know. Uh but when New Zealand bought on their sub and it was Akira Akira uh, Ioani, it's like, Oh god, this is not gonna get any easier. Oh, uh, talking <laughs> about Rose though, I
2: love Ardi Surveyor. Yeah, oh right, I yeah. love him. He runs in such an angry fashion and when he's and Lewis Ludlam. The way he fights wh- when he's going to ground, he's like um he reminds me of He runs like, th- like, like a f- when, when you're trying to land a fish. And it's yeah.
0: just—he <laughs> runs like the whole Saint Helens team after they've been been, been, been tackled. Do you know that rugby oh, league, that rugby yeah. league thing right. they no, do. That's on right. football, yeah, but like all thirteen combined.
2: Yeah, but he and he does that with every step. He is <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Yeah. explosive. He's he just wants it, awesome. doesn't he? You can
0: just tell that he wants to make those yards. That's what he's there for, there to do. And, and
2: he's totally defying anyone that that, that says oh, he's an impact player, which a lot of people have done. He's, but uh, he could be. I mean, he, I mean he there's he no can do, reason why not. he will be very impactful, but he's great
0: for 80 minutes as well. He, he can do whatever he wants. He is such a good player. I'd love to bring him off the bench. Crikey, you want to change a game. You want to change a game, uh, or you want to you know, um, play it out, yeah, you could do any of that. He's yeah. awesome. He's absolute class. Mm. I can't really think of any other positives Wales. Uh, I, I really wish I could. Cash. Cash in the bank. Cash, cash in the bank is great. Yeah.
2: Um... What else? Hey, uh,
0: look, it's nice to have the Millennium Stadium open. It's nice to have fans in there. There there are some good things. The rugby wasn't great, and I don't think anyone learned anything much. I don't think it's particularly useful for Wales going forward. Now, Wales did sell out the Millennium
1: Stadium. Scotland, Principality. uh, Sorry, Principality, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Scotland could only get 30,000 people into Murrayfield.
2: That is dire.
1: Partly because, and we've had Ian Kennedy email us, um, at Ruby, uh, Ruby Podcast. Uh, at contact G- Ed Chases at gmail.com. There you go. Um, but he said, so he bought the Scotland season pass, which gets him the Autumn Internationals plus Six Nations okay, game. So
2: he's really supporting his national team?
1: Yeah, plus uh, under 20s and the women's game. Right, right. So we, which so is we great.
2: Great, so he obviously got this as well then, yeah?
1: he did not get this game what? even though he's paid for all of those other things scotland they tried the siu tried to sell this sep- as a separate event what and evidently it fell down they couldn't they couldn't give tickets away in the end after forcing people who've already paid for
2: those what things what
0: goes on in some of these organizations
2: there there is also the um i'm not i'm not going down this rabbit hole but there is also the fact that in scotland they have the most outrageous uh, rules when it comes to this ridiculous passport thing. Whereas Wales, yep. you can show a negative test. Scotland, uh, can't. can you?
0: Uh, I mean, that's enough for me. Not, not that would be enough for me not to go. Um, I didn't know that was rules in Wales. I thought they had the COVID pass thing going on. Though, no yeah, idea. yeah,
2: or or a negative test on your COVID pass. It's all bollocks. Uh, but anyway, let's not <laughs> yeah. go there. Yeah, it yeah. Uh, But Scotland, it's uh, even tougher. So that that wouldn't have helped either. No, it wouldn't help. No.
0: I mean, they shouldn't be selling. I mean, look, if you've got the Scotland pass and it's got all those things on it, you can't. Just ask more money for another game it's just not it's just it's not, just not on it's, not yeah, right, it's not on. apparently th- the excuse
1: was this game was organized after the passes were sold, but just bolt it on like it's not. Yeah. It's not.
2: do the right thing oh, yeah. oh,
1: don't play it' because because I yeah. can't
2: imagine but so what you're saying there are about thirty thousand people so there i and by the sounds of it, they probably gave a load away to school kids at the last yes, minute um, absolutely uh, and and there won't be fifty thousand people that have bought a season pass so you could yeah <laughs> you could really look after the people that have really invested in your team or you could piss them off yeah and exact. have and have a rubbish product to watch as a result not 100%. product on the field but yeah. the atmosphere at the ground so they, i don't
0: really know what happened in this game other than scotland won by a lot of points uh same here same basically. here
2: I, I know that another born and bred scot called stain kyle stain kyle stain got a yeah. um local lad local lad got uh got a hat trick Kyle Stein Four tries
0: on debut. Apparently only one of the try scorers, is that right, was born in Scotland. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. This I don't know. It's caused consternation. They, All, on Twitter. I mean,
2: yeah. Kyle Stein grew up dreaming of pulling on
0: <laughs> I would dream of blue jersey. I would dream of playing for any international team that would pay me to play. 100%. No, I totally agree with that. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait to take that money. <laughs> it's, it's always been my dream to earn thousands of pounds for a rugby game. Ian,
1: Ian did um, quite an interesting sign-off from Ian, who, who described himself as the proverbial fat dad, who hasn't played since he left school, but would love to go back if it wasn't for the complete lack of fitness and skill. And I was well, thinking, I, CrossFit. CrossFit, CrossFit, you CrossFit. could advise, yeah, CrossFit, yeah, for the
2: stop, stop the CrossFit, it'll change get your back life into rugby. You'll be change your life. you be back on that field and. Uh,
0: you're throwing being, missed passes and dropping balls. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> You'll you look great yeah. doing it. Exactly. Offloading into touch. Oh, I did... I enjoyed um, a bit, bit of
1: backwards and forwards on referees, which will come on to yeah. your stuff. But um, Lee French, friend of the pod, p- played with us in North Dorset yeah, Sevens, yeah. who said that uh, in, <laughs> in one of his referees' appraisals, he got told to lose some weight. I love that. Not, I couldn't stop not, laughing. Not because he was unfit, but for aesthetics No, no, or for optics. optics. optics.
0: I, I, you know, I've... Leeds, he's not in bad shape. No, he's not, not at all. He, played, he, was, he was great <laughs> when we were playing as well. Lose some weight for optics. What? <laughs> as a referee. And
2: yeah.
1: The referee's assessor telling that. I was just looking that's at, hilarious. just
2: briefly, I was looking at the Scotland pack and that, that's one positive for them is that they've, they've evidently got pretty much their whole international pack with one or two exceptions, but a good enough international pack all playing in those two
1: in, teams in Scotland. In Scotland, yeah. Because that part looks good. With the exception of Rory Sutherland, Johnny Gray. Johnny Gray. Sam Skinner. Let's give it, yeah, but would he be starting? Probably not, no. He'd be a mm. bench player. Um. So, yeah, yeah,
2: there's a lot of players there. Blair Kinghorn played at 10.
0: Yep. Mm. Uh, people get very excited and, about yeah, that. Yeah, and Darcy, Darcy Gray and playing at 15. Who is this new lad that they've got? This, this this kid on the wing? Oh, we just mentioned him. What's his name? Uh Kyle Stain. No, 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 it's not. He's one. got proper... Oh, uh, oh uh, McLean. Uh,
2: McLean um, uh, not Ro- Ro- not Ro- Rory McLean, is it?
0: It's not Rory or something ridiculous.
2: No, it's got uh, I think it's an R. It begins with an R. Okay. No, no, but I've
0: seen a highlight of him and I thought, wow. Roddy,
2: Roddy McLean?
0: Oh, I can't As, remember. Go, I mean, I've, like I said, I didn't see this game. I've not seen him uh, him playing the game. Don't even know if he, if he did play in the game, but I've seen some highlights of this kid and wow, he looks electric. Mm. Watch out for uh,
2: huh? I need to know now. I need to know what his first name is. Rufus. Rufus. There you go. I knew it was an R. Mm. Rufus McLaughlin. Twenty-one playing for
0: Glasgow. All right. So that's all the uh, great no, games. No, 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 oh, no. no.
2: There was a uh, there was a one v two in the world match this weekend. Oh, please yes. tell me about
1: it me about it was think. genuinely good <laughs> I'm sure it was so I, I, I watched that So I know you watched it uh, Red Roses vs the All Blacks I, I didn't watch it oh, I watched the first 20 minutes I w- I well, while I highlights. had
2: while I had Quinns v Saracens on on pause so that um, so that I could then watch it as well and watch all the adverts in the middle yeah, yeah. As well. yeah
1: clever well, just, I, I, I,
2: I always watch the adverts to see who's supporting the game I never
0: fast forward no 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 no.
1: so I, I did watch the the highlights of it I'm very impressed with both the pace and the skill level yeah. of the Red Roses. Some, is, some awesome tries. It's
2: hard that I've thought about how I was going to make that exact point and I make no apologies if it sounds patronising but it's testament to how far those two teams have come relative to the women's game in general. They are light years ahead of everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And that particular fixture is objectively great to watch. As, oh, as, was, a rug, was, as, as a rugby great spectacle. spectacle,
1: yeah, yeah, really good game, and that's a hell of a performance for England yeah. to put forty points on. Who do they play next? <laughs> who, who, I just r- think they go, these two just list? play each other.
2: Three three game series in the in the autumn up here, three game series in the summer down there. There you go, international rugby done. Do yep. your six nations if you want, that's fine. Yeah, okay. Fran- France are, are all right, so they can play as well, but it's uh, it's, it's a, they're operating on a different level. And um, it's a bit like what well, this, but this is when you look at the trajectory of the men's game. There were World Cups in, in the early World Cups when there were hundred point drubbings. Japan being yeah, a great example. Yeah, Japan got yeah, hammered yeah. by well, New I mean, Zealand by over a hundred. Look,
0: look at Wales, New Zealand this this week. It's a hardly, <laughs> co- hardly competitive. Look, I think that it, the women's game has one of the best, most exciting opportunities in all of rugby to develop itself because you've got a completely a completely clean slate and we can look at all of the horrendous mistakes that men's rugby have done, and say, do you know what we shouldn't do? We shouldn't do that, and that, and that, and that, and that. And you could have an incredible product. The thing which upsets me the most about women's rugby is they are looking at the men's game, not as a cautionary tale, but as what they want. So let's go and have a Lions tour. Why? Let's go and replicate everything the men have done. Why? Why? They've got so much opportunity, and they're going to make all the same mistakes. And for that, I just can't get behind it because I think it's criminal. I think it's criminal that they're basically selling out the women in order to have a game which looks like the men's game but is not the men's game.
2: Yeah, and they've gone. Let's have a. They've got their Premier Fifteens domestic uh, domestic yeah. league. They could have done that in a totally different way. Could have
0: regionalised
2: uh, regionalised it, or rather than mirroring the English. Club exactly. Team. There's,
0: a, there's a ton of different ways you could have done it. Imagine if I gave a blank piece of paper. To one of the owners or one of the really switched on CEOs, like uh, uh, so, you know, a Steve Vaughan or you know, or one of like um, Simon Orange or someone like that, said, "Here is a blank, blank piece of paper. Write me down how you'd like this tournament to, to look." They would never write what the Premiership looks like, or, or you said the global calendar. What does that look like? They would never do any, any of this. We've just grandfathered it all in, and the women's game seemed destined just to follow it blindly. And I don't think it's a disaster. waiting to happen, but congratulations on your win against. Uh, mm. On, on New Zealand, please don't make the same same mistakes as the men's game. Good that's, win. That, that's my appeal. There was another game.
1: Uh, Spain at the Estadio Nacional.
2: Now is this uh, Spain
1: versus Italy A by any chance? Correct.
2: No, that was not the sta-
1: the place we went to. That's a different name, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's the place that we went to. Oh, nice. Yeah, is it? What's it called? The, uh, Estadio Nacional Complutense. Yes, I it's the university. Oh, course. yeah. Complutense. Such University a great of ground, that. It is my favourite ground. It is awesome ground. It's um, yes, been narrowly lost
0: to Atelier, frustratingly. Yeah, that is quite quite annoying. Um, right, let's talk about England and one of the most remarkable bits of sports journalism in the last couple of years, I would say, mm. from my point of view. This is Owen Slot writing about Eddie Jones this week. Did you two read it? Yes. I did. What do you think of it? Uh, I thought it was remarkable a
1: really good piece yeah, Um, and good because a lot of pieces uh, and Eddie Jones who hadn't read the piece actually referenced this uh, in his interview with BT Sport this evening a lot of pieces paint you in one direction as bad or good and this kind of gave a lot of both sides it gave a lot of bad it also gave a a chunk of the good of Eddie Jones yes it did and kind of said, "Well, make up your own mind."
0: That's exactly where I came from. That's why it's such a good piece because it doesn't treat you like an idiot. It's not. Um, it's not a biased piece. I think it's a fair piece. And the, the exact words you said, I said to um, quite a few people this week. I got to make up my own mind. Mm. I think that is brilliant, brilliant writing. Um, the- you, you hadn't already made up your mind
2: before you read it, and then you. Came, and then you did, did you did your yes, mind change at all?
0: No, it didn't. Because everything that Owen Slott wrote, I kind of already knew. I knew there's a, like, <laughs> I knew there was a high turnover staff. I didn't know that
2: just sounds. I, oh God, yeah. I bloody the, love you, JB. Because I yeah. know what you mean. I just also love how yeah. that sounds. Did you change your mind? No, because everything Owen Slott said, I Nobody already knew. knew. It's, it's like, like the,
1: it's like the meme. Um, oh, yeah. um, confirmation bias means exactly what I expected it to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the colour, though, he added was like everyone he interviewed who was his biggest detractor said what a great mind he was. Yeah. And I thought well, that was the ad- the added colour because you know, I've spoke to players who've played for him and they say he's brilliant, but he's also a bit of an arse. And maybe that's what you need when you're in the highest level of sport. I don't know. I'm not there. Yeah. and I don't think many people know. Um, I, I tell you the aspect that of it I feel is fascinating and I really admire Owen Slott for not going down this route but a couple of people mentioned welfare and that always is a red flag to me and mental health is another one and a red flag to me I think oh where is this going and it was referenced but he didn't continue down that path um, and I wonder how that sits with the RFU that there's even whispers like this because the RFU want to be this you know cosy inclusive what you know, whatever it is organisation and yet at the top of it, they've got a guy who occasionally can act like an absolute tyrant. But is his behaviour um, worth his success and his knowledge about the game and the occasional dips in performance? Yeah, I think it probably is. Yeah, and you are playing at the cutting
1: edge of elite sport. Like, yeah. It is not. It is going to be very, very tough. In the same way that at the cutting edge of any industry is going to be very, very tough. Yeah. Like you read um totally, totally different industry, but you read about um, Steve Jobs as an individual and probably some of the behaviours that Eddie Jones um, has allegedly displayed at times, like uh, ag- incredibly aggressive tyrant, almost bullying yeah. at times. That's someone who ch- changed the world but also displayed those type of behaviours.
0: Uh, so here's the thing. So... Bullying does come to mind now because I always say rugby is a game about bullying the opposition. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just... Th- I had this conversation with Chris Chris yeah, you know, we, we, actually, we actually said this. Um, I said this to him, which is along the lines of how do you expect people to impose their will on others if you don't impose your will on them? Because that's kind of how rugby players respond, I think. That, you know, the high testosterone, uh, high, high testosterone um, competitive animals, you, you know, they need to be... You know, you you need sometimes need a bit of Steve Diamond or a a bit of something like something like that to make them do what you want. Uh, So I'm not I'm not actually surprised, but there was definitely a bullying culture in rugby, and one of the reasons that this hit home to me was. Oh, just what do you mean when you say that? I will explain. Okay, right. So imagine some of the things which which were in that article. Like,
3: if someone asked me to leave.
0: Room, I'm not leaving a room. I'm just, and I think you'd be the same, Tim. Um, I think I'm not sure about you, Phil. I think you might meekly go out the door. I'm always very meek. But like, there's there's an example of Eddie Jones saying, "Just get out," and the coach getting out. I'm like, if someone spoke to me in that manner, we'd both be getting out. There's no way that I'd just be getting out. We, you know, this this wouldn't end particularly. It wouldn't end well for me. But I'm not doing that. And I'm just amazed by how many of the coaches took it, and yet you see these coaches away from that environment, and they're very, um, they're very abrasive, very bullish, like a gustard say, or you know, they're, they're guys that you wouldn't mess with. But yet, when they're in front of Eddie Jones, they sort of bow down to him. And I do think that is an element of bullying culture because that's exactly what bullies do. When-
2: Equally, and I'm, I'm, I'm not defending this. I'm just talking from my own personal anecdotal experience. I've had situations professionally and. Um, uh, pr- privately in, in various relationships, rugby, even actually. Now, I think about one where when I've sort of stood up and said, No, I'm not taking this yeah. fr- from you, I've actually the relationship's improved and they've respected me more. I think, yeah, mm. which probably means they're slightly not wired correctly because it, it doesn't sound a particularly healthy way to go, but I think they I can think of a couple of occasions where. I've done better out of saying no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not accepting what you say.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, I've actually seen this happen in real life in rugby clubs, uh, professional ones, where you yeah. know the, the guy in charge says just get out or what are you doing here, and it's just a very aggressive way. But I thought it's so interesting that the, the coaches were just coming in, who are themselves very aggressive, but they're actually taking it, and that's that's sort of this, it's like a subservient culture almost. Well, uh, yeah, there is
1: because there is a clear hierarchy. Yes, as in Eddie Jones is the top oh, of the hierarchy. To say, it's
2: like mil- in military, is a place where that would yeah. Happen. Maybe
0: yeah, maybe yeah. bullying culture is not the right way yeah, to. Yeah, that, that would, would happen in like, like that hi- hierarchical.
1: Yeah, it is that's, very hierarchical. It's hierarchical because yeah, military would be a great example of, yeah. of, of where that would be. But you you do know normal, you are like, subordinate.
2: You're brought you're brought in on the basis that you're subordinate, and that means. That and like, the other thing I can't really square
0: from all this is when he was when. <laughs> it's really like the way the way the, the way Eddie Jones spoke to Mitchell that was pretty yeah. remarkable you're not going to cricket mate cuz they had they had like a three four year working relationship yeah you're not going to cricket mate what now i've seen Eddie Jones on video with three um small scottish lads uh, just not looking like he's enjoying it and uh, you know i w- i can't believe that i can't see how that character Which you saw in that video, who was so Oh, by by
2: Manchester train
0: station. Yeah, yeah. How he's so shy and retiring. Then also turns on to John Mitchell, who's meant to be a psychopath, and says, Mate, you're not going to cricket to watch your son. Again, it's hierarchy. There's no
1: hierarchy with those. So there is a clear structural hierarchy within the RFU, evidently, because Eddie Jones is at the top of it. To three. three Nobody's in the street. There is no hierarchy. Nothing
0: less. I don't like it. And I I just can't square these relationships. But, uh, yeah, it's a phenomenal article. Really, It was, really it good was a very
2: interesting article.
0: Did you see the interview on BT Sport today? I saw as we record it? the second half of it, and I got the jokey parts. I didn't see the start of it. So what happened at the start? Oh, no, it was uh, it was one question
2: that kind of alluded to that article and some of the bit, bits of content in it, and uh, Eddie Jones' response was... Uh, mate I'm not even going to give uh, offer an uh, answer to that question because it's mate it's not a good question mate
1: yeah he, t- he spoke about yeah. so, th- so there was like basically he tried to discredit so he said he'd not re- read this article because he does not read any newspapers and then tried to push it into the well they're always going to Say you're either bad or you're good, and when they say you're good, they, and they say, say you're, great, you're good, and It's you're never not off. as good as
2: they say. When yeah. you're bad, mate, you're never as bad as what they say, mate.
1: Which was interesting because this article is well, it's Neither, giving really. you well, it's giving you both. Yeah. It's giving you, it's setting out facts or statements from other people on both planes and allowing you to decide.
0: Yeah, I, I still don't really know but where the
1: slot stands stand on it, which, which is why it's so good. But um, then, then he went on to like um, Craig Doyle asked a more direct question to which Eddie Jones said it's a bad question, and then Craig Doyle kind of backtracked a little bit and said, well, I'm just asking what what the fans want to know. People have been talking.
0: I, was, yeah, I don't think I'd, I'd, I'd... How would you follow up with that? I'd say no, it's a good question. <laughs> answer, answer the question. But that's, 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 uh, but then I, you get into an argument, possibly, argument with him.
2: Uh, well, yeah, you don't want to get into an argument, but I possibly... Well, yeah. Saying, being told your question's a bad question, I, I, I wouldn't have appreciated that. Well, no. okay,
0: So, or oh, ask him, well, what's the better question
2: then? Yeah. What would <laughs> you prefer I, to be asked? I apologise for for the bad question, Eddie. Let let me try and ask a better one.
1: I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because if you if you ask that, then it's like, well, you want me to tell you how to do your job. Yeah. I know how to do my job. I don't. I'm not going to tell you how okay. to do it, your it, job.
0: It's this, the best part of that response is it kind of proves the point that Owen Slott was making. Perfectly, actually. It, it, it does, yes. Um, yeah, so just uh, wonderful stuff all around. It, it, do know, it does help explain the Eddie phenomenon of getting to the World Cup final and then having the worst result in Six Nations history for England or whatever that was, or the worst result in 25 years. And I don't think the RFU were particularly happy about that because they were like, well, why are they focusing on the worst result when we're World Cup finalists? And also, he's the, he's got the best win percentage of any mm-hmm. English coach. Yeah, but again, it explains it because he's a man of extremes, and he, he's on the cutting edge of international the, sport. Well, mm. Equally, I think a, a
2: lot of this whole, a lot of this story, a lot of this narrative, a lot of the conversations that I have are media driven, because actually, when you stand back and, as you say, objectively judge on the field stuff, it's not dire, awful, dreadful. Like uh, we watched that when it was Andy Robinson. <laughs>
3: yeah, but I know what yeah, dreadful
2: yeah. with the team wearing an England shirt looks like, losing game after game. And that oh, I remember that one at Argentina? Was that, that that was the last straw, wasn't it? When they lost at home to Argentina? Oh, awful. This nothing under Eddie Jones has been awful. There's been moments of absolute brilliance. There's been moments where they've been under they've been off, uh, not quite right. But in this interview that he gave, Eddie Jones actually. Um, Brought up a bunch of facts and and sort of justified his thinking about the evolution of how they play and he said actually what I'm trying to do is anticipate what the game's going to look like and how the referees are going to yeah. interpret it and what the laws' effects will be in two years' time and try and build for that because he said he was like the, the breakdown speed is ten percent quicker in the last twelve months, and we've got to try and anticipate what what it might look like and that's the sort of team and they're the they're, they're the personnel that I'm bringing in so which, yeah,
1: which is a theme that he has been pushing for a little bit of time now, which he pushed after the Six Nations um, and even before that. Which is the it's the kind of statements that lead him towards Marcus Smith, yeah. Sam Simmons type players. And
2: he did hold his hands up and say, "We were, pro- we were, we have been a little bit conservative, and that's on me, not the players. And I, we do need to, particularly, <coughs> particularly with the laws and the way they're being interpreted, we do need to." Uh,
0: develop the way England we play. is such a strange beast, they do things that like nobody else does, and I've never heard of anyone doing. So I'll give you an example during the Nations Cup, they had this focus on physicality and defence. I've never heard of a international team say you we're know, focusing on interna- uh, on just defence and physicality openly at the expense of it's like, you tend to go in but, trying to be as balanced as you possibly can. But that was that, and
1: we said this last year, that was the first time they played properly since. Um, the World Cup World final. World Cup final. Oh, so they the, the Six with, Nations yeah. that was um, pre-COVID Six Nations. But that was, I think, it was a direct. You was it wasn't Wales,
0: same for uh, Scotland, same for everyone else. No, 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 no. no, no, the no World no. Cup final. The
1: scar
2: the, of the World Cup
0: final. The direct line Sorry, between
1: getting bullied in the World Cup final to doing that.
0: Yeah, I just. Yeah, nobody goes through coaches like uh, like they do. That is definitely true. I. On the fence about how much the uncertainty is help is a help or a hindrance i don't know I mean, the uncertainty it's, for Billy vonnerpolo seems to work wonders and George Ford but but, what about the but, current guys
1: yeah I, and I think it's every player is different in that regard mm. some people will want the warmth and the comfort and the certainty, and they will they will push themselves. To the end Like Owen Farrell For example Will push himself Regardless of that mm. Some people will need That kick up the bum And I, I would suspect George Ford Isn't someone who needs That kick up the bum But there's just not Room for him At the moment yeah. Because Marcus Smith Has played so well Whereas Billy It might be a rocket That he needs
0: I mean, One of the players I spoke to about I spoke to about Eddie Who was playing for him Right when he started just, Literally just said He's the best coach I've ever had yeah. Ever had And he the other coaches that he could list are phenomenal. So this guy is the best, hands down. I didn't actually believe him. I thought he's just spinning me a yawn because um you know, no yeah, one... It's, yeah, yeah. You can't badmouth your yeah. national coach. Yeah. so he tallies up with what uh, Owen
1: Yeah. Now here's a question. Would you assuming you want to um want England to do well, which obviously Tim and I definitely do JB, let's, let's put that hat on for you. let yeah, just sh- I, put, put yourself in the shoes of it someone. It depends.
0: Do I want England to do well? It depends if I pick them to win that week. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the only thing that matters. So let's say you have picked
1: England to win the next World Cup. Yes. So you want England. To, you are heavily invested. Okay, I'm in. Um, for England to do well. Would you keep Eddie Jones or get rid of him? And if you're going to get rid of him,
0: who would you bring in? Would I get rid of him? Would I get rid of him? Um, I think you missed the window to get rid of him. I really do. Uh, I think if you're going to get rid of him, you should have done it. And M- for who? Much earlier. And for who? Well, if you are, yeah. So,
2: so you you would. Had you had you already done it? Who would be the England head coach right yeah, now? Yeah, if you no. do it
1: straight after the last
0: 2019, uh, straight after the World Cup final. Wait a second. Have we not had this conversation? We, did, did he just go through a, play, a break clause in his contract?
2: Doesn't it, matter. It Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it,
0: it, it. It, it, it does matter because I think Why? thought because I thought about doesn't this matter to this question. <laughs> no, it does because I don't want to just repeat what I said but I, I think I said I'd get rid of him because I could it doesn't cost me any money um, pre-break break clause but assuming but yeah. assuming yeah. there was
2: no cost assuming all of that who would be the England head coach right now
0: I would offer it straight to Rob Baxter hmm yeah I would offer it to Rob Baxter straight away yeah
1: I, I could probably go so I would um, mine is pretty simple I would keep Eddie mm. to the next World Cup definitely I've I said that the whole way through, I, I like him and I I am aware even more now. But I was always aware there was a trade off with Eddie in between that destructive nature, the tyrant nature, and the brilliant mind. It's a trade off that I would always make at the cutting edge of professional sport. And I'd have someone who wants to perform the best and wants to get the best out of the players. So I would keep him. And then probably after the next World Cup, I would offer it to Rob Baxter.
0: Yeah that I mean I would have got rid of him if I could have done it 6 months ago. But I wouldn't I wouldn't do it now. Mm. I think he's too close. Uh, go, go. I'm ex-
2: I'm exactly where you are, Phil. 100%. Mm. 100%.
1: And
2: yeah.
1: I I I hope so I I think he'll definitely stay to the next World Cup. I hope he gets to plan everything his way and I'm very interested to see because I, I like he said I remember him saying after the New Zealand game, the semi final at the last World Cup, that wasn't so that was a game that they'd been planning for like three years since the pools were announced they knew that at one stage they would be playing New Zealand at one stage or other they were incredibly likely to play New Zealand they've been planning for that game that performance for three years, and so the planning for the next World Cup started probably even before the last World Cup ended, so I'm fascinated to see what actually happens. How mm. how they how Eddie tries to move the pieces around to get the best team to suit what he believes will be the game in two years' time.
2: Um, bearing in mind the character he is, and I, I and Phil has said this so many times on the podcast and I, and I, I couldn't agree with it more, the the scars of that World Cup final were deep. Very, very, well, very deep. It's and the
0: third team is taken to a World Cup final and the oh,
2: third game is lost. Only just I think I think England Hopefully, touch wood, it's over these next few weeks. But I it think was, I think we're only just coming out of it. That's it, all right. He's won hangover. South Africa. Won
1: in 2007 with yeah. South Africa with yeah. Jake Jake White as as the head yeah. man. But he, <laughs> yeah, but he, 2003 with Australia, <laughs> um, 2007 with South Africa. He didn't I? Don't think he went to World Cup or was he Japan in 2011? Ah, was Japan, Japan in no no. But yeah. obviously, he was Japan in 2050. So just has he been to every World Cup then? <laughs> subject to what he was doing in 2011. Was a, I don't think he went... Uh, I say every every World Cup since 2003. Yeah,
0: quite possible. Just have a quite quick look, see if he was head coach of Japan in 2011. I'll tell you another great article about um, Eddie Jones. Look up Charlie Morgan's long read about him. God, that's good. Maybe it's just the subject of write, writing about Eddie Jones, which is, which is interesting. He's a fascinating character. He
1: is, isn't he? So he did not go to the 2011 World Cup unless he was... So he wasn't. Um, coach in japan although he was coaching in japan so unless he was he went as a as a sub coach
2: all of the i, I think the, the media love all the chat off off the field it makes for good copy it makes for good conversations on podcasts and stuff but ultimately <laughs> it is completely irrelevant and how the england perform on the field is the only relevant factor and i'm optimistic about so you didn't coming. say that when
0: they finished fifth though did did you? <laughs> but I
2: didn't say that Eddie Jones's, um, the, the whole discussion should be about whether coaches don't like the culture or mm. whether a player gets injured. Yeah. I, I, crit- I, I, would, I would keep my criticism pretty much. Uh, maybe maybe people could go
0: back and listen to the podcast
2: and completely
0: contradict it. But it me. is interesting. Like I think a lot on, of it
2: would be about how they play.
0: Interesting like, how Gatland ran, ran his operation in Wales. He had Sean Edwards there uh, basically in the, the entirety. And you know, look at Rob Baxter at Exeter. He's had some lads there who've been at Exeter mm. for twenty odd years. And in fact, I don't think anyone has come from outside of Exeter inside coaching stuff for what a decade. Mm. Hunter, Heifer, Hayden, Hayden, Thomas, and, and
2: uh, the the, the fellow with the beard, Marty. Uh, not Marty Pello. That's the wet <laughs> wet, wet lead singer, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Pello.
0: Yeah. So they've, they've kept everything in house for like donkey, donkey's years.
1: Mm. Saracens have a high turnover of coaches, but they, they don't bring that many from side. Only because
0: they, they keep on getting, getting promoted. Yeah. yeah, Getting
1: too good. Saracens win too many things. Awesome. Mm.
2: Anyway. Uh, well, as, for, as for England next week, here's one question. Would you, quote-unquote, get the kids in? Selection-wise, what would you do?
0: Hmm. So, this what is,
1: cattle does he, have to, does he have to play the game with, as Chris Boyd says? So, so this is the game to get the kids in, because it's the Tonga game. Um, hmm.
3: I,
2: I'm just going to draw a parallel with, and I know it's a very different set of circumstances and set of personnel. Obviously, this is international rugby, but um, I thought you nailed it brilliantly at the, towards the end of uh, last season when you were, when we were scratching our head at what Leicester were doing and you said it's not a great thing to do to bring all of these kids in no. all at the same time Sherry pick the ones that you're really excited about and you think could really make the step up and bring them into a, a functioning unit and that's how I would look at Tonga. Yeah, I would see. pick maybe four guys that you think these could actually change our, the dynamic of our team, slot them
0: into a, a, yeah. everything else Freddie Stewart, I think he has to play yeah, so yep. Fr-
2: Freddie Stewart would be one. Marcus Smith would be another. Yeah, yep. One of the scrum halves he's going to get some game time. Off the bench, I'd say. Well, like, Rafter yeah. raft 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 Quirk is the if, one.
0: If he's fit. <sighs> he comes off the bench. And
2: uh, and, and you're looking at Don Brandt. Not yet. Potentially.
0: I but, would feed him into the squad a little later in the series. But who plays eight, then? Simmons. Oh, Christ, yeah, because they're all new. Curry is the only... Stable one, one of who's those eights. Eight. This is a game, this is a game actually, where one yeah. of those eights have to play. And he, isn't he didn't mention. Do you know what? I've got a feeling Tom Curry is going to be future England captain. Well, yeah. He wh- when to, he was asked
2: Tom. who's the first name on your team and sheet, I was Tom literally Curry. saying
0: to my iPad at the time Tom Curry. Tom Curry. Tom, <laughs> Tom Curry. I, if Tom Curry is the captain, do you know how many people are going to be mortified it wasn't, it, it wasn't Mario? It's mad
2: that Tom Curry would be the first name on Eddie Jones's team sheet. He's got an identical twin brother, who's <laughs> <a> genetically identical <laughs> brother. They can't get in the, can't get anywhere near the squad. No, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> that is remarkable. And, and is is this a mind game? M- ben no. he told Matt Gisso not to have a drink on his birthday, and then later on, is it's gone, mate? Have a drink. Have a drink. A drink. Yeah. Like, is this a mind game? Is the he mind- trying to
2: break Ben Curry? <laughs> They're trying to break Tom
1: Curry somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no idea.
0: Madness.
2: Eddie's choice.
1: Oh, poor Ben looking at his bank balance. Oh, Tom's I know. Tom's got all of these England caps. Surrendous.
0: what is the legal route for Ben? I
2: bet you to- I bet you. Tom goes massively overboard on Christmas presents this year again. For <laughs> Ben. It for Ben, yeah. He'll just buy Ben an amazing, like a car. Like, just, Lego set. Yeah. Just an incredible over the top present. Um, no, not to rub it in, just because he feels guilty.
0: No, to rub it in. No, to rub it in. They're, they're so constantly competing. The,
1: the problem, the problem, and I, I think I think it works okay. But the problem with change having any significant changes for the Tonga game is they've only got three games, and then you're, yeah. after Tonga, you are straight into Australia and then South Africa, who they're bloody good teams and they've played a lot of rugby together this yeah. year. It's so a great point.
2: You, so they've got to go. You've got to go full ball, almost.
1: But like, got to go full ball So but I say think there is
2: two or three changes then.
1: Well, yeah, there, there will be a few younger lads. Do we? I mean. You you can pick the team pretty much because there's you're down to a, a much smaller squad now. You're only yeah, just over right. thirty men, so there's only two loose heads. Mar- Marla starts and Genj off the bench probably mm. yep. is the most likely way. Uh, there's three hookers: Blumer, George, and Nick Dolly. Wow! I mean, you, and you probably go for George, although he was the th- the yeah. last one added to the squad.
0: I think you look at the or, or or Dolly. I mean, you'd have to if George has just come in in from the cold, right? I
1: don't know, but the experience... Maybe maybe Jimmy George has got so much experience and so much experience with Marrow and Courtney um, and Johnny Hill, uh, who are likely to be the Nick Dolly being
0: called up is a disaster. Not for Nick Dolly, it's brilliant. Hopefully for England, it's brilliant. But from from Leicester Tigers' point of view, they got in a hooker precisely yeah, so he doesn't get called yeah, up presi- get the lad from Coventry in yeah. oh yeah okay fine yeah, he's gone to England what
3: because <laughs> like, Montoya's going
0: uh, to New, Ze- um, uh, New Zealand Argentina, uh, Argentina. Like, so yeah. this is Dolly's time to- they're going to have to go through with that process all over again though yeah and Tom Young is in indefinite leave yeah so just an absolute
1: nightmare so I think they probably will go George definitely for the two latter games but it's a chance for Dolly or to, to start in the first game then um, tight picked pick themselves Sinclair and Stewart yep. Davidson's third choice second rows there's only three out and out second rows Can Marrow you, Hill so you assume Courtney Laws will be competing in, for the back row more yep. than second row but it's Marrow Johnny Hill and then Charlie
0: Yule's. so it's, it's, Marrow I go Charlie it it's, Marrow, it's Marrow and Johnny Hill horrible feelings going go with Charlie Ewells it fills me dread that it's Marrow and
2: Johnny Hill I hope you yeah. likes him Courtney Law's blind side Tom Curry open side Simmons or uh, I'd go Don Brandt
0: but we'll I would like to see Don Brandt but yeah. I, don't, I don't know I honestly have no idea I'd be, I see, oh, do you know I'd be
2: happy to see Sam Simmons have a chance again I think yeah ca- I would actually now but,
0: I've talked about uh, I'd rather see Callum Chick I think Callum Chick gets on that shit he, do, he doesn't let it go
2: Sam Simmons has got has got a, has got a slight uh, we were just bigging him up earlier he's got ever such a slight Ardy Surveyor vibe about him
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: ours is, li- is Lewis Ludlow oh, bl- Ludlum, Ludlum. Ludlum more than Ludlow, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um yeah. I don't think so. George Martin's in the squad. I don't th- I think it's not too yet. soon and too early. Underhill would be interesting because I can see Courtney, Underhill, Courier eight as the as the starting team, with then Don Brandt or Simmons off the bench. Yep. Uh Ben Young's and Rafi Quirk, if Quirk's not fit, um Mitchell, who's just come into the squad this evening, will get called up I think Marcus Smith starts at 10 which means Owen Farrell who's captain, starts at 12 and then it's a toss up between Slade and Tuolagi at 13 and then on the wings so Johnny May probably will start because he's been ever present for the last few years Um, and then it's who starts alongside him, Radwan Malins or Freeman Assuming that Freddie Stewart starts at fifteen, which I think is the most likely. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, so Stewart's going to come in. Stewart comes in. Smith comes in. Yeah, and and this is where I think a number eight should come in, and that there's your there's your kind of three possibly hooker. Four.
1: Yeah, hooker could be one. Hooker that, could that, be in the first. That draft.
2: feels about right. That that's kind of feels about right. I, I think your point on there being three three games. Uh,
1: is a, is a great one. You've got yeah because you, you've got to win those those two latter games. You've got to be um, got to beat Australia and you've got to beat South Africa. So it's whatever prepares them best for that. There'll be plenty is, of
2: people moaning when if oh, if, always, if that was the team, there'll be plenty of people moaning about not getting X, Y, or Z in. But we'll see. Yeah,
1: there'll always there is no team that will um, stop the moaning. Nope. Especially from us as well. We'll be moaning loads. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, be... nothing <laughs> yeah, any can do right. Absolutely. <laughs> in, my, in my mind? <laughs> um, should we go through the games then? Yeah. Okay, so England will win. Next one? Yeah. So there's a few. Uh, oh, in- but by the
2: way, can I just mention, absolutely if you happen to be in a car, or you just want to, you know, do some work or go for a walk whilst the rugby's on, or you're stuck having to... I don't know look after kids or whatever amazing commentary of all the autumn awesome internationals what on talk sport what oh Where, nice I might be popping up here and there no nice. oh, lovely so uh, yeah
0: what, what so time if, can we listen so, out for you and if also so if visuals aren't for you
2: yeah exactly if you want a face for radio oh
1: so commentary not commentary no oh.
2: I'm I'm just, I'm just holding the thought piecing things
0: together okay um, and, nice and who are the the, the comms team um. Good question. Uh oh. Wonderful I think I know. I can't remember his name.
2: Uh, Andrew McKenna. Andrew. Yes, Andrew McKenna. Yes, he will be doing England games, and some of the other games. Uh, I know that uh, a very promising young uh, commentator, Alfie Reynolds, is doing some of them. Who was a great producer on some shows I've done before. Good bloke as well. Mm. Uh But anyway, he will. Um. Uh, yeah.
1: So talk sport. So yeah. Anyway, but also on the telly. Mm. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, so other games, we have an interesting one: Ireland hosting Japan. I think will be quite a good what game. What time's yeah. kickoff for that? Uh, that's an early kickoff <coughs> on Saturday, so one o'clock kickoff. Who do France Saturday. have?
0: Let's not, that's, that's not waste our time. France host Argentina. Yes, and it's an eight. O'clock? That's an eight o'clock kickoff. Yes. So this Saturday, Talk H are playing Fleetwood away, and oh uh, my, our purpose is actually closed down. So um, that's that's a shame, but. We used to play the games Then we used to pile in to the club Watch the first one And then just when you're getting a little bit hazy A little bit too drunk What happens? France, France kick off And you're back into it Yes, I but one the, more game to watch Yeah, I love the late France kick Yes, that makes me happy so France, yes, France, France Argentina um, it's a Classic
1: Italy hosts New Zealand Ugh. Hmm. Um, There's no point in that fixture. Wales um, Wales have South Africa Interesting. I'm much more interested in this one. Yeah. Um, so with all with all their players? Yeah. With bigger... Well, with, with, yeah, with non-injured players. Bigger yeah. who got taken off with a knock. Oh, yeah. But and Alan
2: Wynne-Jones. Uh, looks like he won't be involved. Although, we've said that before.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seen this film before. Uh, other fixtures. Portugal hosts Canada. Interesting. interesting. Be quite an interesting one. Spain hosts Fiji. Which, Ooh. given that Spain lost to Italy A... There's doesn't, probably a Facebook feed for that somewhere. Doesn't bode Yeah, I'm sure there will be. Um, doesn't bode well for Spain, to be honest. Albeit it's a Fiji with no well, travelling uh, coaches or players. What a <laughs> shame. Um, uh, I'm sure they can put out a fairly decent team based of based on... And coach themselves.
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, I've seen and the got squad. the, best. Squad, the squad's the ace. Yeah. They, They'll be fine. They, they will be fine. But, but also, I'm assuming that Spain didn't have all of their players... Available. Yes. Uh, as it wasn't in the international window. Quite right, right. So yes. all their big names Aureole, are. Oriole really Ripple. Yeah, Aureole, <laughs> 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 He'll be heading back. Um
1: other games. Romania hosts Uruguay. Uh which I think no, that'll be, yeah. yeah. be quite good. That'll be less impressive. Nice yeah.
2: Where, where are we with the World Cup qualification? Um, it's down it's down to Uruguay Chile, isn't it? I thought Uruguay have qualified, wasn't it? Was it
1: <laughs> Chile, oh, it Chile get, play, it playing gets USA because so there's reprochages. Yeah, and Uruguay qualified by beating USA. Did they? Yeah, over two legs. Yeah, which and means then USA are into a repicharge with Chile because did Chile knock out Canada?
2: Yes, that's right. I think that's. I think that's I think right. Think that might be right.
1: Yeah, don't. It's so confusing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, the other game is Scotland hosting Australia, which will be quite an interesting game. Scotland with. Hoggy and Finn Russell. How will Scotland others?
2: nearly win that one? <laughs> nearly but not nearly quite. Nearly but not quite win that one.
1: Oh, well, Australia don't have Quaid. Oh, yeah, because he's contracted in Japan. Uh, or there's a couple of other
2: players. Um McMahon and Kevin uh, not Kurinjani, uh, um, the uh, Karevi. Karevi. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't travel haven't traveled because
1: they're playing in Japan. In Japan and they're contracted
2: they're in Japan.
3: Ca- harsh.
1: Yes, exactly. So yeah, that'll be interesting. The um, So predictions then, let's go through the games. Uh, so Ireland, japan interesting. Ireland
2: will win at home.
0: Probably, but... That's, that'll be d- really good. It'll be a tasty game. That'll though. be a really good game. Yeah. You go but,
3: for
2: Ireland on your accumulator, JB?
0: I'm not doing any betting this week. <laughs> <I only laughs> not even th- Premiership Cup. <laughs> no, I only do Premiership. Okay.
1: I think Ireland as well, but I think that'll be a really good game. I'm looking forward to that one. Italy are going to... Concede a yeah. hundred thousand points against New Zealand. <laughs>
0: um, did, at what point did, uh, did New Zealand start taking this seriously? a full team. I mean, they, I mean, they didn't against Wales, did they? They rested a few guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah did they, they take they can, Italy seriously? No. <laughs> Why do you think they dance around England so much? Because England, are, so New Zealand is the biggest
1: payday in world rugby. So the unions have to pay New Zealand. To to turn up, I think England are often England don't need the payday of New Zealand because they'll sell out. Oh, them right every game, every time. Anyway, well, maybe maybe not if they play like. Play it
0: always feels like South Africa, Australia, South Africa, Australia. Yeah, energy. yeah.
1: Because they've got to pay however many million pounds to have the pleasure of the All Blacks turning up. I wouldn't pay them. No way. That's what the RFU are doing. Basically, they Good. pay them once every four years.
0: I'll check that. See what the um, actual situation is.
1: Um, so, other meaningful games: England Tonga, home win; Wales South Africa.
0: Uh, yeah, good a away um, win. South Africa.
1: Africa. Yeah, France Argentina. France. I think it oh, will I'm be so France. excited about that one. That'll be uh, that's the that's the game of the weekend. That'll be a good game. Uh, Romania Uruguay, I think it'll be Uruguay, and then Scotland Australia. Will probably be Australia. Could be Scotland, but though. that'd be a good marker for well, Scotland. Well, and if we, if we knew the result, we wouldn't play the game. Exactly.
0: But you normally do know the results, that's why you make loads of money betting. Well, I'm still over double my original stake on, the, on Premiership, but this this week cost me a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money, was wasted this week.
2: Did you, did you do in-game bets as well? No, double no, I down. I, don't, down,
0: I, I don't. I don't have my. I um, don't have an in-bet budget at the moment. Uh, in-game budget. I started with seven quid, I went up to 27 quid. So so it's just... 300%? Yeah, but I was up to something like 150 at one point. (laughs) No,
2: no, that's 400%. Nearly
0: Uh, 400%. Yeah, 350%. Uh, So just uh, some some of the game... uh, Exeter killed me last week. This week. London Irish. Sale, London Irish, and Bristol. No, no, let's say London Irish and Gloucester. Gloucester, yeah.
1: The fun has stopped, boys. The fun has stopped. <laughs> <Did you laughs> when the fun stops, stop, JB. Yes, too right, definitely. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah. Right, let's go then. Did Did you see? there's one other bit of news that um, James Haskell is trading. Well, he traded Ruby for MMA, and that never happened. And he's had surgery in his back, no, it's so not he's now happening. now it's tr- never going to happen now. But he's, so he's trading MMA for stand up comedy.
0: Oh wow, interesting. Mm. Well, best of luck. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's
2: not an easy thing to do. You've you've done. I don't even want to talk about it. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Another, time. So Another m- time,
0: maybe, maybe on a patron's podcast. Uh, do know what? What? Maybe on a patron's podcast or a live show. All I right, was I was
1: gonna say, maybe for when we get our acting gear and in 2022 when we do a live show, maybe we could tell the. JB story of his stand-up comedy performance. I'd, I'd
2: never take the piss out of anyone that no. has got the guts to stand up and do it. I, and
1: I, I could it, not do it. I would not and could not do it. It makes it, me shiver just
0: thinking about it. It took huge guts to stand up there I, and I, do it. I, anyway, save it for a live pod. Yes. Yeah. I, absolutely.
2: I'd yeah, I say fair play for to anyone that gives that a go. Definitely. Because it is brutal. Oh. Right. Let the boys play and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, contact eggchases at gmail.com, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash eggchases. He's at JBearBoer. We're at Rugby Podcast. See you on the next one.
0: Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,